What's up, y'all? It's your girl Gucci, and welcome back to Gemini Minded. Um, yeah, I know I've been gone. I took like a little break or whatever, but I'm back with some much needed tea or input or whatever I'm coming with. So yeah. Today I want to talk about um you know all this alleged scandal that's going on. Like it's so much all over the place. With these celebrities, like, what's going on? <laughs> uh, first and foremost, I wanted to say that it's February, so it's Black History Month. And I want to give us a shout out <laughs> as we celebrate ourselves all month. So, yeah. But I wanted to start off with the um, the T.I. and Tiny alleged scandal or whatever. Um, I'm not really, I wouldn't say I'm not really surprised, but I don't know. They just, T.I., he hold, he hold himself in his own little lane somewhere. And I guess just the way he talk, you just, he really can talk himself out of anything just by him sounding smart. So I think a lot of people believe him like solely based on that. Cause he going to confuse you anyway. Like you got to go get a dictionary and figure out like, okay, what does this man just tell me? Half time, I don't even feel like he really know what he be talking about. <laughs> but um, his just his demeanor and the way he carries himself, it seems a little shaky. He seemed like he could be like aggressive, um, maybe controlling to a certain extent. I mean, you know what he can control because when people are abusive and controlling and stuff, it really it's really hard to kind of conceal that. So a lot of the times from watching this show. And you can tell. <laughs> so, I don't know. But allegedly, him and Tiny, they've been <laughs> sex trafficking girls and drugging girls or what have you. <laughs> I don't know. But the tea is hot. Um, I really don't know what to believe. I mean, I don't know these people. You know, I don't even be wanting to be in nobody's business. The business just come to me. You know, I just be scrolling sometimes, minding my little, my little one-two. And then it just so happened, like, oh, in the tabloids, here we go. So, I don't know. I don't know, guys. What do y'all, how do y'all feel about this? Like, do y'all believe T.I.? Are y'all so strong of a T.I. fan, of a T.I. fan, that y'all feel like, he ain't do that. T.I. would never do that. He, they ain't got to do that. But, I don't know. I just know I'm going to wrap back around to, like, marriages and the sacredness of it or the lack thereof. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I When I look at this situation, it's kind of, like, isolated because I look at him because, of course, he's the male and he's... Of course, men are more dominant, um, primarily. They're more dominant, but, um, I don't know. I just feel like if she, if she has been a part of it, I think it's more so to, like, try to keep him happy because of all the cheating and stuff he's done in the past. I think it's more so just to, like... She might have brought girls in or whatever. Like, okay, let's spice it up or whatever. Whatever. I don't know. And <laughs> whatever they do in their bedroom, like he said, it's really their business. And everything that he, he claimed that everything that was done was consensual. And, I mean, I would hope so. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's a lot of NDAs all over the place now. They're so popular. So, a lot of people, can't, they don't even have the right to say nothing legally because they've signed NDAs. And that's a non disclosure agreement so i really don't know but um 
it's not looking really good. They have a lot of kids and their grandparents and stuff now. Like, they might want to clean up they they dirt. They might want to slow it down or find people who's really okay with what's going on. So nothing won't come out and get. We won't be getting the tea. Now the the girl, Sabrina or whatever, whoever she is or whatever in the situation. Um, to me, I don't know. I can't tell somebody how that how they're supposed to deal with whatever trauma they've been through. That's not. I'm not the trauma police. <laughs> But I do feel, in my opinion, that she should have said something sooner. For you to come out and just off top say, okay, well, this is very old. You should have just stopped right there. <laughs> because what is the point? Whenever somebody comes out with something that's very old, I feel like it's to gain something. Some type of financial gain or something like that. Like, I don't think it's with good intentions. Like, oh, I just wanted to make sure that I save other people. No, you really came out so you can be shady. Like, she's going to be trying to take them to court and all kind of different stuff. So, it wasn't because you was coming from a good place or you was coming from a concerned place or a place of hurt. You was coming out to be shady. <laughs> like, this is very old, but I'm still going to put it out there because my feelings is hurt. Um, whoop de whoop de whoop The money ran out. Whatever. Like, a lot of times people want to come forward because the money, the money floating and stuff. Like, with the R. Kelly situation, allegedly, a lot of people parents or family members decided like okay well he's not paying us like he used to so we're gonna ring the bell I don't know <laughs> that's a whole nother story because I got 50 different emotions towards that but that's neither here nor there but the girl I don't know I just feel like even with Bill Cosby and stuff it's so many different um incidents that's that's tied into this one because everybody is getting in trouble for the same type of scandal and it's like I know it's not a it's it should not be like a time frame on your trauma or your hurt or anything like that, but it it's just like really, what's your motives behind bringing this story out? If your motives is to be malicious, then I don't feel like it should be no. I don't really think it should be valid because obviously your hurt is situational, your trauma is situational. If I if I've been victimized or I've been put in a traumatizing situation. It's not going to be based on what I'm getting from the per- the victimizer or if the circumstances change. It's going to be because I am truly traumatized. I'm truly hurt. And this has been hindering me. And I, I'm i the type of person that I would go crazy trying to conceal something that's really bothering me, that's really hurting me, and that has really traumatized me. I, I don't know how I can keep it in for years upon years. Like, I would be so ready to burst at the seams. To get this information out. So that's just me. Some people, it takes them a little longer. Some people, you know, that's how they deal with things. But she came out, and to me, in my opinion, it was very malicious. You talking about this man put a gun out on you and all the type of stuff, but y'all was just around each other recently. Your kids was around him and everything. Like, you, to me, you, it seemed like you were perfectly fine. But that's just me. So I don't know. They need to do their little cleaning up or whatever, and they need to do better at hiding things because, you know, people in general are going to, they're going to hide stuff. I mean, it's your life. You can keep whatever you need to keep private. You know, that's how it go. <laughs> but they need to pick and choose better people. And maybe you shouldn't pull out guns on people that, has, that have, like, you know, some dirt on you. <laughs> but, yeah, so I don't know. Let me know how y'all feel about that. But moving right along to the um, Chris Stokes and 
Marcus Houston, Rasby, B2K, all of that little drama. This has been going on for a while. This These allegations been popping up sporadically every couple of years or whatever. So, Rasby is dying to get some closure in the situation. And at this point, it's just like, you got to be... It's like you just have to believe them because nobody's going to be trying this hard. First of all, it's not even solely based on him putting the red light or ringing the bell on somebody else. But that's also shining a light on you as a man and your sexuality and stuff like that. And somebody who's claiming to not be gay or homosexual, he's coming out with these allegations or whatever. And that's going to make him look like, well, dang, you sure you don't like me? You know, like it, it causes a certain stigma on you or whatever. And for him to be you know, risking his, um, image and everything to, to, you know, ring, put a red light on somebody else. Like, you got to believe it. Like, why would he keep on it? Then on top of that, this is his cousin. And a lot of times when, um, abuse happens, it's usually somebody very close to you. Somebody that nobody will ever suspect will do something to you or whatever. So in my opinion, I believe it's true. He's he went through different type of mental breakdowns and all these different things or whatever, and it's really affecting him. Like I feel like you can't make that up, you can't fake that, and like what's the point? And then not only is he saying these things, there's other people from the group from B2K that said stuff happened or whatever, but they chose to handle it in a different way. They're like, we just gonna live our life and we're gonna just keep going. But maybe this is affecting him more because this family, you know, like family. So that's probably hitting him even harder because this is somebody that's family. We put a certain trust into family. So we expect him to have our back. I know his mother, his parents, or whatever, like, they probably sent him on the road. They probably never felt the need to follow and travel with them and all like that because this is family. Like, you, you, you're you, going to expect him to make sure his little cousin is good. Like, you wouldn't expect nothing less. So for him to betray that trust and that bond and everything just as being my family and supposed to rob, like, that's messed up. You in a group with three other people and you expect to have seniority over them, not to not to be funny and all like that, but just automatically because you coming in and your cousin, now your cousin is the damn manager or the um, songwriter, all these different things. So you feel like you got like a little leeway and you sitting over here getting, you know, getting ruined as a person, as a human being, because this man is sick and allegedly it's so many other people it's, and they're not saying it's just um males they're saying it's females as well but they're saying it's more males that he's done these things too and they say he's really a person who in the industry like this that can strong arm his way and you know a lot of people fear him or whatever so i don't know i don't even know how much how much more i want to even say about him but um yeah like also Marcus Houston, he's involved in, you know, he was in a group that they were all in or whatever, that was under Chris Stokes. And, you know, I don't, they're saying that he had some dealings with them, that he was, you know, putting his hands on them or touching them in a sexual way. So, <laughs> it's a lot, guys. And <laughs> I know a lot of people are affected and... People really need to start taking this stuff serious. Like, people need to start listening. People are not saying these things for no reason. <sighs> so, I don't know. It's kind of heavy. Okay, so yeah. So, I was talking about the Marcus Houston and 
the Rasby Chris Chris Stokes situation. Um, I don't know. A lot of people has been affected by it, and I think it was it was said that Chris Stokes actually apologized and said that he was no longer that person. But um, Raz B wants them to take up a, a, a lie detector test. And it's to the point where, like, <laughs> I guess they feel like, well, why would I do that? Because they know they're, they, to me, in my opinion, allegedly, they're guilty. You know, like, it's just been a lot of hush-hush hush, hush stuff behind it or whatever. And I feel like they're guilty. And I feel like this man is not going to keep on doing this for nothing. You know, I'm sure he wants to move on with his life. I think he's like the only one that that doesn't have kids or like a spouse or nothing like that. And I think it just really is is hindering him from progressing in life. So I feel like he really deserves that closure because I don't feel like he's lying. That's just me. I don't know about the the rest of the world or what everybody else is thinking, but to me, I feel like for what? What are you lying for? <laughs> also, <laughs> he's a Gemini. So I know the type of people that we are. Not everybody it's different. Everybody has their own ways, but our characteristics is this it's we're the type of people we're not gonna come up, we're not gonna confront you about anything, we're not gonna start anything. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We're we're first to finish though. We will finish a situation, a situation in a heartbeat. And we also are the type of people we just we're we're not going to come to you with a bag of lies. We like to be politically correct. We like to be um, by the book correct. Like, we like to come correct. So if we're coming at you with an, with an argument or a disagreement, something like that, we're going to make sure we have leverage over you. We're going to make sure we know what we're talking about. We don't like looking stupid, especially um, conversation-wise or just speaking on a certain topic or anything. Like, and we're definitely are not going to lie about something that has been done to us. We, <laughs> it's just, no, that's not how we are. So I feel like, why would he waste his time? Why would he waste his time years and years and years on this same situation for fun? For what? Like, what is, what is he really going to gain from that? Like, I don't know what kind of stuff Chris Stokes does, you know, outside of him. I'm sure he, he has a lot of artists and stuff like that. But you really don't hear about him that much. Like, what what would be the point of him bringing light to his name for fun? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's no point, I feel like. So, I don't know, guys. I, To me, I feel like he's telling the truth. And I just hope that he can get the clarity, uh, understanding, the um, healing, and closure that he deserves. Because, like, it doesn't make any sense. But, um, yeah. I'm going to move on to marriages. <laughs> now, the reason why I wanted to bring up the topic of marriages is because of the T.I., T.I. and Tiny scandal or whatever. Now, I don't know what it is. I don't know what's so special about it. But why do married couples like to have threesomes? Like, what is that about? Um, To me, and I guess I'm unconventional or whatever the case may be, but to me, threesomes is like a single sport. <laughs> I feel like that is a singles activity because why would you go into something as sacred as a marriage in a union and something where it's just you and that person that's supposed to be together and y'all supposed to be as one and y'all supposed to have this tight close bond and then invite somebody else into that a lot of people say they might disagree and say like it strengthens the marriage and all this type of stuff but like how 
How do you let somebody come in between a two-person union that made y'all one and then turned it into a three? I don't get it. <laughs> I don't have I don't have anything against threesomes. If that's what y'all like, if that's what people want to do, that's fine. You know, like people have all, all different kinds of things that they're into or whatever. I'm cool with that, but I just would never agree with married people having bringing somebody else into their marriage. I don't understand it. I really wish somebody could make me understand that because I don't see the, I don't see <laughs> the. I don't see the beauty in it. I don't see the point. Like, what is the point? Why? Like, how do you wait all this time? And then it's like, okay, when I get married, this is what I want to do. Like, what's the point? If you want to spice it up, I don't know. My thing is, don't even get married if you feel like that's what you got to look forward to in a marriage. Especially, don't, I, I don't even want to be, don't even, if my dude think that's what's going to happen, <laughs> whenever I get one <laughs> or whatever, if that's what he think is going to happen, when we decide to get married, then he just, he might as well not even marry me. We might as well just have all the threesomes beforehand. And I ain't even into threesomes. But I'm not waiting until I get married to do it. That's just, it's so weird and backwards to me. Like, I, I, I don't understand it. it. It's, I don't know, it's weird. <laughs> it's very weird. But to me, being just a traditional type of person when it comes to marriage and values and stuff like that, I just feel like, why bring somebody else in? You know what I'm saying? Why? What's the point? So, that's just me. For you married folks or whatever, like, whatever. <laughs> yeah, people, they, I mean, people really think that it's, it's the normal thing to do. So, I guess, I don't know, to each his own, different strokes, different folks, that's just me. Um, but threesomes in general, like, I don't even... <sighs> It just seems like it's a lot of work. I don't even know how people keep up. Like, men could barely even handle one person. I don't know why they, why they even be playing they stuff. They, it just be, I think it really just be a challenge. And a lot of times I think men ask this question just to see how far they can go, just to see where your head is at or whatever. Like, because um, it seems like a lot of it, I've, I've heard many stories of people just like not even being able to even be aroused in this situation because it's just like, oh, this is too much. This is too much pressure. Like, this is what y'all be wanting, though. Like, people need to stop asking for what they, what they, you know, ain't equipped for. And then I always said, if I had, if I was to have one, being funny, it was like, it had to be another man involved. Like, I wish I would. <laughs> Where's all these tools supposed to go? Because <laughs> it's not going to be on me. Like, that, it's a whole joke. To me, it's, it's a joke. I, I don't get it. I don't see what's the point of it, but, um, yeah, I guess it just seemed like a lot of work. It just seemed like it's too much going on and, um, y'all can keep that. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, did anybody get a chance to watch the Wendy Williams movie? <laughs> oh man. Okay. Now I wanted to have, I wanted to discuss this with my friends or whatever because I really wanted to see like I wanted to b bounce some of this stuff off somebody else but um ah <sighs> Wendy 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 um I saw the movie first and of course I guess they had the documentary I don't I don't know if it was aired before or after the movie but when I watched it it had been already recorded so I don't know but I watched the movie for, first and then I watched the documentary and to me, it seemed like she left some of the stuff out of the movie that she had said in the documentary. So it kind of gave me like, oh, excuse me. It kind of gave me like a false, like a false, um, 
I don't know, idea of, like, who Kevin really was or whatever. Because to me, from the movie, he didn't seem that bad to me. And also, I feel as though cheating is not the worst thing you can do to somebody. Like, don't get me wrong. It is a deal breaker for me. But it's not one of the worst things you can do in a relationship with your partner. Um, and it just seemed like he just, for the most part, it just seemed like he was with the one younger girl or whatever. And he just, like decided to have a whole another life with her or something in the midst of still having a life. It seemed like in the midst of him like being with her, he got a had like a double life basically. But for the most part, in the movie, he was portrayed as this this very supportive husband who just really wanted the best for his wife and made sure that he like supported her through her drug habits and all this different stuff. And like he just wanted the best for her. Like every time she <laughs> Every time she talked about him, it just seemed like Kevin was just the man. Like, all these miscarriages miscarriages and stuff that she had, which, I don't know. All these miscarriages that she had, I felt like he was just, he was supportive. And he just, like, we just going to try again. And he just always seemed like, um, like a good guy or whatever. And um, I felt like Wendy already came into the marriage, into the relationship with a lot of baggage. Wendy was not secure about herself she had came in with a lot of self-esteem issues she came in with drug habits she just came in kind of like like damaged to a certain degree and it's like sometimes you bring all this stuff and then you you put it on somebody else and then you don't expect them to get tired of carrying your baggage or carrying your weight and people need to learn how to kind of get rid of their baggage and assess their baggage and lighten their load before they move on to the next person or whatever, which is easier said than done because, I mean, we do this continuously. I know I've been a person that don't even think I have baggage that I'm, that I'm carrying with me, and it don't even have to necessarily be a, like like noticeable baggage. It could just be mental baggage that I just carry just the way I think, just the way I handle things. Like that, it, that becomes a burden, and then. It weighs down on your partner. It's not just you that's affected or that's involved. And she came with some heavy stuff. Like, dude, <laughs> you were married beforehand. You came with heavy drug, with a heavy drug addiction. And you came with heavily, heavenly, why am I saying heavenly? <laughs> heavily, um, self, heavy steps. Really? Y'all gotta excuse me because I don't know what's going on. It's. I don't know if it's because the mercury is in the retrograde or whatever is going on, but I can't even get my words right. Ambulance all over the place, police. I heard somebody getting shot up. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> but baby, they need to keep that down there, wherever they at. But yeah, she came with a lot of heavy baggage. And y'all, people need to go to therapy. Now, therapy, of course, it, it has not always been like popular for the African-American community. I never, I was the type of person like, for therapy, for what? Like, I ain't crazy. You know, you just automatically think like you got some diagnosed mental issues and be like, I need a therapist. No, baby, you need a therapist. If you, if you ain't never had a, a mental breakdown, if you got five degrees in um, a successful marriage or whatever, tinky, I don't care what it is. I don't care what it's going through. If your life seems like it's perfect, that's fine. But you still need you still need that. You need that that time to unload and to assess some things and put things in order. Like you need that. 
So, Wendy, she came with a lot. And I feel like he really, I mean, he might have been attracted to her back then, but then she got on surgeries and stuff. And then, you know, that can't, that diminished you. For the most part, she was really nice looking though when she was younger, but I think the drugs probably, like, changed her, in, the way she looked and stuff like that. I don't know. But he was not going to leave. <laughs> why would he leave? And she is the breadwinner. Like, why would I leave? And I'm reaping all these benefits. And then I can go on over here, have this, this house, and she don't even really pay attention to me because she's so busy working. She's so busy caught up in this image that she don't, she don't know what I'm doing. You know what I'm saying? So... That's really why he was able to move on within the relationship and do what he had to do because she was caught up in her own image and her own life and lifestyle. So it really, it just really aggravated me because it seemed like she was just shining a light on him so much. Like, Kevin, 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 Kevin. Like, all these things about Kevin. I'm just like, Kevin don't even really seem like the bad per the worst person. Like, yeah, he cheated. I think we all cheat at some point. And that's just us, that's us crying out for something. That we feel like we are not getting. And I don't, that don't mean it's okay. Trust and believe, I don't, I don't believe it's okay. And I think people need to learn how to communicate more so that you don't even get the opportunity to cheat because you done worked out your issues and y'all done came to a common ground. But, um, I was just like, all right, Wendy, <laughs> like you just running Kevin's name to the ground. But then once I saw the documentary, I was like, okay, now we have more in debt details about what Kevin really was up to like what he was into he was mad aggressive he probably was abusive physically mentally all those things like he was aggressive like he put fear into a lot of people that she worked with and worked around and stuff and he was just a problem altogether then you got the nerve to be a cheater on top of that you you using all my money to do all of your little shady shit like no we got a problem like you playing crazy or whatever so I just knew it had to be more to it because she just like Kevin this, Kevin that, Kevin this. I'm like, what did Kevin do? Can you please, like, explain? To me, though, it was a waste. The movie was an actual waste. Because everything that she told us in the movie, I guess, like, minus, like, two or three incidents, we knew already. Like, I've been heard about a lot of this stuff that, that was in the movie. Like, when she passed out on the stage or whatever on Halloween, they reenacted that. It was just, to me, for it being reenacted, it was just funny. But... We knew all this stuff. I hate when people make documentaries or biopics or whatever, and they tell you the same stuff that you've been hearing about them for years. Like, I could have made a book or a movie about it my damn self from just the information I've been hearing over the years. Like, it was just a waste. I know she got so much money because it just got boofed up every time people saw the um the previews and stuff. They was like, oh, I can't wait to see that. I can't wait to see that. And I'm just like, I never even paid attention to it, but I'm like, everybody watching it. Let me go watch it so I can see... You know how I feel about it or whatever. It was, it was, to me, it was a waste. <laughs> That's my opinion. It was a waste, Wendy. Like, you ain't tell us, you, you, you know a lot of more. It seemed like you know more dirt on somebody else than you know about yourself. <sighs> but that's just me. Like, you ain't even put the part in there. I, after the movie came out, then they talked about some, she said she slept with Method Man. You ain't say that in the movie. <laughs> we wanted to hear about that. She said she used to date Biggie in the past. She ain't put that in the movie. Like, we want we want to hear some tea. You telling us, even though, let's not, let's not take away from the seriousness of you being raped or whatever, but who the hell is this Tony man? Whatever he is, I don't even know. I, he was a one-hit wonder. I never heard of him. You had biggies and method men that she was messing with, and you kept that out the movie? 
Like, girl, we wanted to know about that tea. Like, we needed to know some details. But that's just me. That's neither here nor there, though. She got her coin. She got her bag. Run it up. And Kevin, he running his up, too, and his little, his baby mama. Because <laughs> they all got talked about. So, kudos to them. But to me, in my opinion, it was like two stars. It was not, it was not it. Um, Yeah, so I'm going to go to my last little... Yeah, recap. Married at First Sight. <laughs> Y'all know I love Married at First Sight. I talk about it all the time. So, the new season has started. They're in Georgia, Atlanta, Georgia, or whatever. And it's <laughs> it's the shit show, to say the least, or whatever. Um, Chris, if, you need, if anybody watching, Chris is, I guess he was an aspiring pastor or whatever. <sighs> it's just something about pastors and stuff like that. Just sometimes it, it really don't sit well with me because they it seems like they got a lot of underlying stuff going on that they try to hide up under that title. I don't know what it. I don't know. It seems like the worst type of people wants to be a pastor. It's just so weird to me. But he is the most shallow, sex addict, um, bigot. Like he just so <laughs> he's so many different things. Like he. He make my head hurt so bad. Like, I feel so sorry for the girl Paige. Like, because she went into this with so much, <laughs> like, just, she just, go, she went in there with no, no, she's not holding back at all. She went in, like, head first and just like, I'm this is my husband and I'm going to put forth my best foot. And she really, that's really what she really planned to do. But she got deal, dealt the wrong cards. She wanted. They heard her say she wanted somebody God fearing. He said he was going. He was going to try to be a pastor, and that's. I think that's all they found that matched for them. <laughs> because other than that, he held on wheels. All that. Um, he got anger issues. He told his girl that he was not attracted to her after he already had slept with her twice. <laughs> he waited till the next morning to be like, "I'm good. Like I. I don't." I don't like the way you look, like, basically, in so many words, like, you're ugly, you're not my type, you're not a trophy wife. He told her family this, her friends, this at the wedding, that she is not a trophy wife. She is not the typical girl that he will go after. He a mess. I ain't gonna even give, if y'all wanna watch it, I ain't gonna give y'all too much on it or whatever, but Chris, oof, it'd be different if she met him. It's just a one-night stand or something like that. And you never have to see him again. But you married this man. Like, I, Lord, protect her. She needs some prayer because he he's something wrong with him. But that ain't even that ain't even nearly it. But we'll talk about that next week once we find out what, who and what. But my favorite couple on here is it's a girl named Brianna. And she married a dude named Vincent. Now, she's... She's black and he's Puerto Rican or whatever. And they just a perfect little match. He she like a petite little brown skinned girl or whatever. Um, just a nice smile, nice personality, bubbly personality. He is like fine. He got a nice thick beard. He got a bald head. I don't even like bald heads. But he got like these little rosy cheeks. I love rosy cheeks for some reason. And he just like he just seems so loving and like he's gonna protect her and stuff. Like they just a perfect match. So I just I can't wait to see, you know how far they go or whatever, and if they make it to the end or whatever, and stay married. But, yeah, like, 
So y'all catch up on that if y'all want to watch that. Y'all can watch that on Lifetime. This ain't no <laughs> no paid promo, <laughs> but it come on on what is it Wednesdays? So yeah, y'all make sure y'all check that out or whatever. But yeah, y'all, I'm about to I'm about to sign out. I'm about to check out. I'm about to go make me some shrimp fried rice or whatever. So <laughs> yeah, I guess I'll get back. You know, I'll get back at y'all sometime. Sometime next time. <laughs> Bye.